Does a word only get its meaning by popular vote? Can we ever be wrong about what a word means? Let's consider. Philosophers, my name is Chico. Welcome to the Philosopher Podcast. Now, recently in a YouTube video, I talked about the, the use of the word metaphysics. What is metaphysics? What do we mean by that word? Interestingly enough, the original meaning of that word metaphysics was to refer to Aristotle's, uh, you could say, project in one of his books that uh, other philosophers called the metaphysics. And that's, that's where the whole word came from. However, modern philosophers, uh, as I mentioned in the Philosopher's Classroom videos, modern philosophers started to throw other topics on top of that, right? Th things that don't seem to fit with Aristotle's project, or at least not that they're against his project, but at least they don't seem to be uh, along the same lines. So are modern philosophers misusing this word? Are they wrong about how they use this word? Or does the word just change meaning because that's how they use it now. Well, it definitely seems like words get their meanings conventionally. Uh, recently, I was reading a book to my kids uh, called Frindle. And uh, if you haven't read it, it's a pretty good book. My 11-year-old loved it. He's uh, big into that kind of philosophical uh, stories. And this is a philosophical story for kids. It's, it's a philosophy of language story in which this fifth grader finds out from his English teacher who is super hardcore on, on uh, the dictionary. She, she has the kids write down a definition, or I think like 10 definitions, some absurd, like 10 definitions a day, um, some ridiculous. And uh, she tells them that the reason these words are in the dictionary are because people just decided, hey, let's all, uh, let's all call this a cat, okay? Okay, yeah, that sounds good, cat. And then you know they write it in the dictionary and that becomes law. Um, this kid realizes, hey, there's a loophole here. That means that we could just decide anything we want, right? We could be totally arbitrary. So, for example, he says, I could come up with the word myself. And as long as I could get everybody to, to use it, it would go in the dictionary and that would be the rule. And uh, he invents the word frindle uh, to refer to pens and convinces everybody to use only the word frindle. And it works. And there it goes in the dictionary. Now there's a new word. Um, now, one thing I want to say about philosophy and its role is that philosophy doesn't get to say that that's not possible. Philosophy doesn't get to say, no, I, words get their meanings like this. Therefore, that can't be right. You know, they, you couldn't just make stuff up like that. So it sure seems like there's something conventional about the way words get their meaning. Um, that just seems to be the data, you know, uh, and philosophy doesn't get to change the data. Philosophy gets to interpret the data. Um, but there also does seem to be something about reality that determines meaning. So, for example, there was a philosopher named Hilary Putnam came up with this thought experiment called Twin Earth. Imagine an Earth that's in all respects identical to our Earth, except for the stuff that uh, makes up water, what uh, we H2O on our Earth, uh, we'll call it XYZ on Twin Earth. Let's say it's some elements that uh, have not been discovered and that when they combine, 
make everything exactly like water does phenomenologically, meaning uh, it appears like water, uh, it tastes like water, uh, it, it does like all the same stuff for your body, um, all, all those kinds of things, just as refreshing when uh, it comes down a mountain stream. You know, everything is exactly identical on this earth except for the makeup of, of water. Now, we're gonna use the same exact words, water, because it's twin earth, um, but here's what's weird. Um, if the word only got its meaning from us agreeing on what is that thing, what, what it's referring to, us earthlings are referring to uh, that wet and uh, clear stuff. Those twin earthlings are also referring to the same stuff, except for we're actually referring to different things. We just don't happen to know it. So uh, what's really bizarre here is the only thing that's different in those two scenarios is not our, our, not our brains, it's not our minds, it's the actual stuff itself. So Putnam points out that, hey, it looks like meaning is determined uh, not in the head, but out there. Um, and uh, that also seems to be the case with uh, fool's gold, right? When people said gold, they meant yellow, shiny stuff. And all of a sudden people started coming across pyrite and said, hey, look, this is yellow and shiny, it's gold. And then we had to realize, wait, this can't be right. Well, actually, with fool's gold, of course, there are other properties that pyrite has that, that gold doesn't have and vice versa. So uh, that was that's not a perfect example. But if all we meant by gold was the yellow shiny stuff, uh, or that's what we defined it as, then we would all of a sudden be mistaken here. We'd be like, wait, this isn't the same stuff as that, right? So what's going on here? Um, it seems like meanings of words are totally conventional, totally you know determined by by us, by just whatever whim we have, and then it also seems like um, they are determined by stuff out there. Here's what happens: we can name anything whatever we want. We could be totally conventional, and we, we can name whatever we want as well. We could uh, have random collections of things and name those things, and that, that's absolutely possible. So, for example. I could pick uh, totally unrelated things like Mars and uh, my foot and um, the uh, that Kanye songs, Poopity Scoop, right? Actually, no, let's say that. We'll, we'll, we'll name this thing Poopity Scoop. Um, I just discovered that. Uh, I'm, I'm super late to the game. Sorry, guys. Uh, but Poopity Scoop, whoa, that was, that, that was a good trick, I have to say. I was... Listen to that song, like, oh, this is pretty good. This is really good. And then Poopity Scoop, wow. Um, that was Andy Kaufman-esque. Anyway, uh, so we'll say Mars, my foot, and uh, the idea of beauty. Those three things I can name Poopity Scoop. You know, I could do that if I wanted to. Totally fine. Um, I can even reuse names and so I could I could take, for example, uh, the word skateboard and I could use that instead of poopity scoop. Right. And, and I could I can use that word skateboard to refer to those three things if I want to. Sure. And if everybody agrees, we all use it that way, then it becomes acceptable. But sometimes we believe we're naming something and we're wrong about that or we're ignorant about what it is that we're naming. In, and that, I think, is shown in the case of uh, Twin Earth when we're saying water uh we are 
identifying it by you know the outward appearance but we think that we're identifying a specific kind of a thing or or in this case we're ignorant about what what that kind of stuff is um and then uh the twin earthers are the same way and so we would get confused if we saw both waters we'd say hey this is water and this is water too right it's all water and we'd be wrong because we not because you know uh there's something about the real world that's forcing us to use this word in this particular way but because we think by this word, we're also picking out something real about the world or something specific about the world. And we're actually confused on that, right? We're not actually picking out the same thing. And that's what we thought we were doing. So um, Aristotle's use of the term metaphysics names the study of a specific object. That is being insofar as it is being, right? Uh, what, what is it that makes things real? Um, Modern philosophers also include some questions about whether and how certain things are real. Um, they use uh, they use it to cover stuff like free will, uh, the philosophy of mind, uh, philosophy of personhood, all kinds of different things. Right now, they're totally free to use the term however they want, but they may not be naming anything real, anything specific. They might just be you know throwing stuff together and, and, and for arbitrary reasons, and then just, just naming something. And that's really the more of the question for, for today. It seems pretty clear that Aristotle was asking one question, you know, uh, whereas, oh, I should say, uh, we'll check out the philosopher's classroom video on that. Cause there, there may be more like three different questions that, that, uh, we could see that Aristotle is asking, but in any case, it seems like he was trying to get at that one thing being insofar as it is being not being insofar as it is physical or being insofar as it is a mind or anything like that. Um, the uh, philosophers today, when they use the word metaphysics, could just mean what Aristotle was doing plus what people who like to study that question also like to do when they do philosophy, right? Let's say they also like to do philosophy of mind as well. So we'll just throw that on there. And in my podcast, not my podcast, in my blog, I mentioned something about this, right? Like, uh, for example, um, we, we do the same when we're talking about music genres sometimes uh, when uh, sometimes on, uh, uh, in Southern California, I don't know, I only listen to um, Sirius XM anymore, but uh, 91X used to be my favorite station and they would play Beastie Boys. They're an alternative station and they play Beastie Boys and it, it used to kind of uh, frustrate me because I'd be like, if you're going to play Beastie Boys, why not play The Roots, right? Why not play other bands that use, uh, you know, traditionally rock instruments, but rap and, and don't use those all the time. There, there are other bands that do that, but it's, I don't know. It seems a little racist to me, you know what I mean? I might be wrong, and if I am, I apologize, but it seems like Beastie Boys, the only reason they're on 91X because they're white, but again, I might be wrong. Um, but in any case, it seems like the reason why they're thrown on there is because there's this stuff, alternative music that, that shares something about the music. But then people who listen to that might also listen to the BC boys for other reasons. Um, and, and so they throw it on there. So, you know, we call all of that, let's say alternative when really alternative would be a smaller section of that with some extra things thrown on. Or, or here's another example. Um, here's an example of something that, that we don't do yet. Let's say, so biologists study how living things work, um, but only living things play sports, 
that doesn't mean that the study of sports is uh, is in any way connected to biology, other than it happens to be, you know, only living things that play sports. But you could imagine somebody coming along and throwing sports under the term biology. There would be this word uh, biology, a way that we can use it that that refers to the central aspect of it, and then a way that we could use it that refers to these, you know, uh, these alternate uh, related but not uh, the same aspects of it. That would be kind of like what metaphysics is doing right now. So are modern people misusing this word? In one way, you can't misuse a word that everyone is using the same way. So long as everybody agrees, this is how we use it. It's like the word frindle. You can make up whatever word you want. You can even reuse words any way you want. But in another way, if they think that they're naming something real, they might be wrong, right? They might be wrong if they think, yeah, this is the study of the same stuff and it's not actually the same stuff. So there you go. Uh, is, it, is it misused? Yes and no, <laughs> which is typical philosophy, right? That's all I got for today.